Hey everyone, uh, just before we get into episode 6, I just thought I'd give you guys a little bit of an update of where my life is at at the moment, in case you guys are interested at all, but for me I just always want to be really open and honest with you guys, but the last couple of weeks have been really tough for me. Um, my mental health has suffered, I've been sick, uh, work has been tough. Uh, we've also had a family court case going on, which has really kind of rocked the whole family. So the last couple of weeks, yeah, have been really tough. Now I know that I spoke about in the strong episode that I was going to hold myself accountable. Over the last couple of weeks, I have found it really difficult just to, uh, you know, block all that negativity out. So going forward, I am really going to try and push myself. Hopefully now that uh, the court case is over, I'm no longer feeling sick. Uh, hopefully that will help my mental health and kind of all of that other stuff. Because when you're sick and your child is sick and then, you know, you kind of run down, it can have a flow on effect. And then especially with this family court case going on and the emotions that come with that. So um, yeah, so just thought I'd give you guys an update on where I'm at in regards to being held accountable for my actions and my health. Uh, so I hope you enjoy episode six, sex education part two. Bye everyone. Hey everyone and welcome back to Ugh, What Now? Episode six. Can you believe that we're at episode six already? I can't. But today we are going to do sex education part two. So today is all about the girls' results from my sex survey. Last week was about the boys' results. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I would recommend going back and listening to that one before you listen to this, just because it's going to make a bit more sense. So again, I just wanted to give a little disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. Uh, not a doctor in the slightest. This is all based on my opinions, also the results of the sex survey. And also I'm not here to offend or, you know, be rude to anyone, but I really do want this to start a conversation. So that's the the purpose kind of of it. And then also, as I said last week in last week's episode, it is also about finding out what is you know, how are people learning about sex? You know, what conversation are Adam and I are going to have to have with our children? Uh, we don't have, we've only got Tegan at the moment, but uh, if we have a boy, based on the results, the conversations are going to have to be really different. So it's quite interesting to have a look at the results and I'll go through them with you guys. Um, and hopefully if there are parents out there who are thinking the same thing as Adam and I are going like, what the hell, how are we going to answer the questions? Because kids start to ask questions quite young. Uh, you know, the, probably I assume the first question is where do babies come from? Especially if I fall pregnant, uh, you know, over the next couple of years, you know, mummy has a baby in her belly. So I'm assuming Tegan's going to eventually ask, well, how, how do, how does the baby get in there? So, I mean, obviously the conversation that we would have with her when she's that little is different to when we would have the conversation with her as a teenager. But I think 
overall the the set survey has given Adam and I a opportunity to kind of get a little bit of an understanding of where things are going wrong, where things need to be improved, just in regards to everything really in regards to sex. So I really hope you guys enjoy today's episode uh, and we'll get going. Question one was really simple, how old are you? So we have 33 female respondents. Uh, We had two between the ages of 21 to 25, four between the ages of 26 to 30, 22 respondents between the ages of 31 to 35. We had one between the age of 36 to 40, and one between the age of 41 to 45, and we had two over 51, and we had one person respond rather not say. So really simple, and I just want to clarify that the boys and girls questions or the male and female questions, it was exactly the same survey. So it wasn't like I set up a survey specifically for the boys and then specifically for the girls. So otherwise it would be a little bit pointless in doing a comparative survey question two is what sex are you but we know that this is all the girls so uh so that's fine now how old were you when you lost your virginity um and just to clarify and I mentioned this last week this includes all sexual orientations and is not heterosexual specific so who am I to tell somebody what sex is and you know what just be just be a decent human and just include everybody Come on, guys, it's really not that hard. Anyway, back to how old were you when you lost your virginity? So 29 of female respondents lost their virginity between 15 to 20 years old. Now, I'm part of that age group, uh, so I think it's, you know, it's the most influential time in your life when you're in high school or you're finishing high school, you're starting uni, you're starting a job. So you're so influenced by this small group of people who, you know, especially your your peers, it's, it's just a really concentrated time. And I think until you kind of, you know, probably have spent a couple of years at uni or spent a couple of years at, you know, work, that's when you realise that the world is so much bigger than this group that you've been with for you know high school or you know I went to school high school with some girls that I went to primary school with so it's like this really small bubble that you live in so uh the influences that you have in that age group are just huge uh so we had three females respond that they were between the ages of 21 to 25 and for me, I wish I had lost my virginity during these years. I just think it would have, I would have made smarter decisions. And uh, in saying that though, if I hadn't have, you know, lived my life the way that I have, I wouldn't have Adam, I wouldn't have Tegan. So uh, although hindsight is a great thing, I'm really happy where I am now. Uh, we had one female respond that she was between the ages of 26 to 30 when she lost her virginity. Now, this could be for various reason, reasons. It could be a religious belief, uh, just not finding the right person. I I think that's 
you know, that's smart for a lot of people or just, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ready when I did, but we'll get to that a bit later. So what influenced you to lose your virginity? So we had 33 respondents. So all females answered the question. So we had seven women answer friends. So everyone else was doing it. So, uh, which I think again is if, you know, majority of women lost their virginity in that really pivotal age group. Uh, so it's not surprising that they were influenced by friends. Uh, no one influenced me. I wanted to. So we had 21 respondents answer that. We had four people answer their partner. So this was uh, comparative to the boys. Uh, we only in the boys we only had one uh, respondent say that they were influenced by their partner. So uh, and again last week I said, well, did this? you know, the people who were influenced by their partner, did they have, did they sit down and have a conversation about it? Or was it, you know, was there pressure put onto them by their partner? Was it an informed decision? So there's all, you know, you can't just make an assumption that the males or females or whoever their first time was with uh, influenced the female to, to have sex. We also had uh, one respondent click other uh, and they specified rebellion. So, you know, 15 to 20 years old, one of the biggest rebellious stages of anybody's life, I think. I mean, I, I feel sorry for my dad. My, he was a single dad and, wow, the stuff that I put him through. So I'm – you know, I'm not surprised by this answer. So I think it's a very honest answer as well. Question five was, do you regret your first time? Just before we get into the results, before, you know, you start thinking about it, I do regret my first time simply because I don't think I was emotionally ready. Uh, I've always had a bit of a complex or insecurity about you know, how I'm perceived, how I'm, you know, how I look. So I definitely don't think I was emotionally ready. Uh, hindsight obviously is a great thing. If I hadn't have lived my life the way that I have, I wouldn't have Adam, I wouldn't have Tegan. So although, you know, my mental health at the moment isn't great, I do have so much to be thankful for because my life has been how it has been. So back to the question with the respondents. So do you regret your first time? So we had all 33 females answer this question, either yes or no. So we had 24 respondents say no, they didn't regret their first time, which I think is a really good outcome. So, you know, for me, obviously I regret my first time because I wasn't emotionally ready, but I think it's really good that these girls don't regret their first time. We had nine respondents who answered yes, they do regret their first time, but they may be like me. They weren't emotionally ready. Uh, maybe, you know, they look back now and think it wasn't the right person. I didn't, you know, nobody else, nobody elaborated, so we don't know. Uh, question six is, did you enjoy your first time? <laughs> I did not enjoy my first time. Uh, 
So we had 32 female respondents answer. We had one person who skipped the question, so that's fine. So we had 11 respondents who answered yes, <laughs> they enjoyed their first time. We had 18 respondents say no. So for a girl, I mean, obviously I don't, I'm not a male, so I don't know what, you know, losing your virginity is like, but for a girl, it's, um, it's painful. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It's just, it's not fun. My, you know, my first time wasn't fun. So we also had one person who, you know, rather not answer. Now we had two people who clicked other and they both specified, uh, so one person wrote, or one female, I enjoyed the fact I was losing my virginity. So they didn't really elaborate, but it may have been the instance where everybody else was doing it. So I did it, everybody else was talking about it. Now we had the other respondent, and this is where it really upsets me, uh, having a, you know, a daughter uh, she wrote, I love the guy I lost my virginity to. However, our first time happened because we were laying naked with each other. And he said he wanted to see if it fit. I would have eventually had sex with him, but maybe I wasn't ready right then. Now this really upsets me and I'm not here to bash men because I, I wasn't in that situation. And obviously you know, they were comfortable being naked in front of each other and they'd obviously, I assume, done other things. But this is where, you know, it's so important that men are not learning about sex from porn because their idea of what sex is is completely warped. You know, the in porn they get paid to have sex. It's not an emotional thing for women and for myself you know, myself, I'm speaking from experience, sex is a very emotional thing. Our hormones are, you know, with our cycles, our hormones fluctuate like you'll, men will never understand. So it's a very emotional thing for us. So I really want to emphasize that sex education is so important. And Parents need to have that conversation with their children. You're responsible for your children. And whilst, yes, there's school that, you know, depending on what school you go to, sometimes they don't teach proper sex education. Uh, if you go to a conservative school, it might not be in their curriculum. So, parents need to have that conversation. You're responsible for your children. You can't leave the responsibility up to the school. You have to work with the school. What outcome do you want for your child? And this is where the fact that boys are learning from porn, how can they understand consent and proper sex you know, proper sex education. You're not giving them the opportunity. And I really feel like after do, doing this survey, you know, I'm, I'm not here to bash men or anything like that. But men 
do get the rough end of the stick. And is that because we're not educating them properly? Are we failing them? So why is it more important for females to be sexually educated appropriately than males? So just think about that one. So moving on to question seven, uh, do you regret who you lost your virginity to? So 24 respondents said no, which I think is really good. That's a really good outcome. Uh, We had eight who responded yes. Now, I regret who I lost my virginity to simply because, and I have nothing against him. He was such a sweet guy, but I don't think that either of us were ready. And I think that the scenario in which it happened, I think he would probably regret it also. So that's just my, my experience. So this is where it got really interesting for me. So where did you learn about sex? So I'm sure you've all gathered that I'm very much a appropriate education. Education is the only way that people are going to learn, that people are going to change their opinions. Just I think education for both male and female is so important. So where did you learn about sex? So we had one respondent say parents, uh, 11 respondents say school, nine respondents say friends, one said siblings, one said social media, and six said TV movies. We had three who clicked other. Uh, We had somebody say a bit of all of the above, one person who wrote magazines. We had one person who wrote school, friends, parents. So in Australia, and I'm sure it's the same around the world, we used to have this magazine called Dolly and it used to have this section called Dolly Doctor and it used to go through a lot of sex scenes, not sex scenes, sorry, sex scenarios. Now, I'm pretty sure that in Dolly Doctor, most of the letters written in were fake and they just, you know, wrote the column so that girls would feel comfortable reading the article because they thought that somebody else was asking the question. So I can understand why this woman has put magazines because I I think I know what she means by magazines. So I'm not surprised, but none of the women answered that they learnt about sex from porn. And this is what I was saying before. Why does it seem that we're having more of a conversation with females than men? So, and whilst I get that only one person wrote parents, 11 respondents learn about sex from school, then nine from friends, one from siblings, one from social media. So, I'm assuming that wouldn't be my age group uh, just because it wasn't around then. And then six from TV and movies. But I was really happy to see that women weren't learning about sex from porn uh, because 
I think porn is, uh, I mean, it's full of really bad storylines. It's sometimes about the female being in control and then other times it's very much about the female being dominated. So this is where it's uh, a really big problem. So I'm really glad that females haven't learnt about sex from porn because I really think it's so important that women know uh, boundaries and what their worth is. Question nine was, do you think that schools should offer more education in regards to sex? So again, I don't know what is being taught in school at the moment in regards to sex, but I think that if we're not having a conversation with our kids and our boys are learning sex from porn, I think it's really important that there is a large focus on sex, uh, consent, the science behind sex as well because it's not just about orgasms and that it's also you you make babies you can get STIs so there's all of these other components in regards to sex education and so that's why I asked this question because I I want to know if people you know a majority of people who completed this survey are my age so they probably have young kids or have kids maybe going into high school so uh I feel like this is going to give me probably a, a bit more of an indication of how my age group are feeling so do you think that schools should offer more education in regards to sex so we had 30 females who responded yes so 30 that's a really good number uh, we had two females who said no. Now, in my head, I immediately go, God, I hope that they press the wrong button because as a female and based on the decisions that I've made during my life in regards to sex and sexual partners, I really feel like I could have learnt more. I'm very lucky that I did go to a school where sex education was part of the curriculum but I do think that I didn't have a conversation with my dad that I think a lot of other girls would have had with their parents. So my situation living with my dad and him being a single parent is very different to what a lot of other girls would have had. So like I said, I really think that it's important for not just females but everybody to have appropriate sex education but I think uh, a school you know learning about sex in school is a really good platform because you learn with your peers and your peers in this age group are the people who influence you the most so if you're you and your friends are educated you can all make uh, the right decision uh, and I'm not trying to tell you that, you know, having sex with your boyfriend between the ages of 15 to 20 or, you know, kissing a boy or doing something with a boy is wrong or a girl, sorry, for that matter. It's just about making wise decisions. Question 10 was what contraceptive are you using at the moment? So uh, 32 answered and one person skipped. So three are using condoms. 10 are using the pill, uh, 2 uh, have the IUD, uh, 16 
using no contraceptive and then one person is not sexually active at this time. So three people using condoms, so that's, you know, that's a small, a really small number. But again, the uh, demographic that have completed this are in my age range. So, you know, 16 people or 16 females not using contraceptive is, you know, common in my age group because, like I said, you're trying to have kids, you're married. So uh, when you get to my age, it's just, you know, not that if you fall pregnant, you fall pregnant, but it's, you know, you're you're generally secure. Now, 10 women are on the pill and two have the IUD. Now, this is where uh, I know it probably a lot of people don't think that contraceptive really is important in regards to sex education. But for me, having been on, you know, epilepsy medication, being on, uh, you know, antidepressants, anything that messes with your hormones or changes your hormones, you need to be educated on. You can have some serious side effects to anything hormone-based. So I was taking um, a you know, a pill. And I got told that this certain brand of pill could affect the, uh, you know, my epilepsy medication or the effectiveness. Now that's really dangerous as a whole, because it's more dangerous for me to have a seizure than for me to fall pregnant. So this is where it's really, really important that we just don't gloss over contraceptives. Now, as well for males, they also need to be aware of additional side effects. So if you're, if you decide that you're, you know, you don't want to deal with condoms anymore and you and your partner decide that, you know, you're going to go on the pill, this can have serious impacts as well. I know that a lot of women are on the pill, but you need to be aware of signs too, guys. Um, I mean, mood swings, rashes, bleeding, clotting, seizures, temperatures, all of these things you need to be really aware of. These can be severe side effects. My mum actually got fell pregnant with me when she had the coil in. Um, my dad was convinced that she'd taken it out because my mum had always wanted a large family. So when they went and did an ultrasound, I was in there floating around, but then they could actually see the IUD, not the IUD, sorry, the coil in there as well. So it's really, really important. Obviously, I mean, that was 33 years ago. So obviously contraceptives have changed over the years and there's, you know, better options out there, but it's really important to educate yourself, not just the females, but also the males as well. You need to take responsibility for both aspects of it. So uh, I'm just going to give you guys a brief overview of my experience. So that's where the, um, that's, that was the last question of the survey. So I just want to give you kind of a brief overview of my experience in regards to sex. So again, grew up in a household with a single dad, had older siblings, had a lot of friends. Now in primary school, we did sex education, obviously not as, you know, detailed. It was mainly about a lot of the science to do with it. Um, 
And we didn't really talk about safe sex because it's, you know, I was, what, nine or ten. So it's not really a big part of it. Now, in high school, it was a really big part of the curriculum. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, but very, very lucky that it was part of the curriculum. In saying that, though, growing up in a single household, single parent household, I do, like I said, I do feel like I missed out on certain conversations. So, and I'm not saying that this is a reflection of my dad, but uh, I do think that having a mother at home or a mother figure at home would have helped. I've made some really silly decisions throughout my life in regards to partners and all of these other things. And that has also impacted my depression and anxiety. I've always had kind of a warped sense of how I'm perceived by people, how I look. So I went through a whole stage where I thought that if I slept with people, they would like me. And I had this mental thing of if I had you know, if I slept with somebody, that would mean that they would want to date me or they would like me more or they would, you know, text me back. Now, this is not true at all, people. So this is why since doing this, I've really started to think about my experiences and the experiences that I want my kids to have. So if we have a boy, I really want to focus on educating him that Porn is not real sex. There's more to it. You need to ask yourself, what do you want out of sex? Are you with a consenting person? You know, are they consenting to having sex with you? Do you have limitations and boundaries? Do you understand the repercussions of having sex? Uh, You know, pregnancy, STIs, all different things. There's so many aspects of it. My biggest concern is that uh, I know I know what high school is like, and you know I'm not a boy, but I you know spend enough time around boys in my life that uh, they make silly decisions. Now, I do know somebody who has mentioned before that they, a a gentleman, that he told his girlfriend that he loved her so he could do things with her. Now, that is not appropriate. And that's something that I don't want men to think is right. And this is this girl may again feel like me that you know if I do things maybe he'll like me more maybe he'll want to be my boyfriend, and this is where consent and understanding consent is so important. So when if we have a son, that's one thing that I'm really going to focus on with him, because I feel like we're letting males down in regards to sex education. I don't know if more education in regards to consent and understanding the repercussions will help to minimise rape and sexual assault statistics, but we need to give it a crack. And if schools aren't going to do it, the parents have to do it. If you see your son watching porn, talk to him. Now, as a parent of a daughter, I really 
want Tegan to have a positive idea of her self-worth. I don't want her to ever think that she needs to have sex or do anything sexual with anybody, male or female, for them to like her. I want her to know that she is good enough just the way she is. Now, I, as a mum and somebody who has depression and who has also struggled with a warped sense of who I am, I'm really going to make a conscious effort to empower her, to make her strong enough to make smart decisions and to not let her be influenced by males and females in her life. Now, one thing I really hope that there is more education on is contraceptive and safety. And when I mean safety, I don't don't mean like falling pregnant. I mean STIs, herpes, chlamydia, all of those things that can have really dangerous impact on female health because I think we forget about that. Even though, yes, we go for pap smears, unless you know all the facts, you forget. You don't, you know, at 15, you're not thinking about stuff like that. You're thinking about the freedom that you have. You know, your parents are starting to trust you a little bit more. You're drinking. You might be experimenting with drugs, depending on how old you are. You know, also, who are you hanging out with? So, For me, one thing I've learned is that I really want to empower Tegan and women to think independently, make smart decisions. And I just, I can't believe the results of the survey. The one thing that really sticks in my mind and upsets me is the girl that was influenced by her partner and who said that he just wanted to stick it in to see if it fit. Now, this really upsets me. Um, I don't know who this female is, but my heart literally breaks for you. I don't know. I mean, I think this boy, I, I hope he was uneducated and made the wrong choice in saying what he said. I hope that now you have the strength and knowledge to say no and you know that you are an amazing person and worth so much more than your partner telling you that he wanted to see if it fit. Um, I truly hope that you are living the best life and you found love and everything that goes with it to the boys please stop learning about sex from porn it scares me it worries me it concerns me that if you think this is real you're going to make bad decisions in regards to consent and safety please just think about it, have a discussion, talk to your friends, talk to your kids, talk to your teachers if you have any concerns or worries, just be safe.
that wraps up sex education part two. So just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened, who's participated in the survey particularly. Uh, I'm so, so thankful for everybody. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe. You can listen to my podcast on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those great platforms. Please subscribe and review. Now, next week, we're going to be talking about The Bachelor and all things reality TV. So it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a funny episode. I'm going to give you lots of my opinions, which I do pretty much every episode. But stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, look after yourself. Don't forget to have a conversation with people about sex education. Talk to your parents, talk to your friends, talk to your teachers. Don't watch porn and think it is real. All right. Bye, guys.